Hello, everyone. Welcome to Grown Ups Read Princess Stories, the podcast where grown ups from around the world read stories about princesses, be them fairy tales, folk tales, or true stories. I'm your host, RPJ, and I am so, so, so very excited to be finally presenting to you this awesome, awesome, hilarious story. Today, you are in for a treat because we have for you one of the stories from the book, Cinderella and the Glass Ceiling and Other Feminist Fairy Tales. This book came out in 2020 and isn't just one of the best books that I read that had to do with fairy tales. It was one of my favorite books of 2020. I can't tell you how much I loved this book. I'm going to try, though. I loved it so much that I asked the people that wrote the book to please, please, please come on the show and read one of these amazing, awesome stories from the book. And they agreed. And then they read the first story in the book, which is called The Little Mermaid Gets a Vagina. Now, I'm going to stop right here and let you all know that if there are young ones or there are folks that don't want to hear things about the human body, that if you find language that is about sexuality offensive or too intense, this episode might not be for you. But I got to say it. I had to say it. There is adult language, so obviously not for everyone. But it should be for everyone. Back to the book. The Little Mermaid Gets a Vagina. From the book Cinderella in the Glass Ceiling and Other Feminist Tales was written by Laura Lane and Ellen Hahn. Laura Lane is a comedy writer, podcaster, and author who has written for The New Yorker, Esquire, Vanity Fair, People, Cosmopolitan, and others. She is the co-host of the Advice podcast, This Is Why, and the co-author of the book, This Is Why You're Single. Ellen Hahn is a writer, actor, and comedian, and for years played the hapless law student, Miss Chapin, on ABC's How to Get Away with Murder. Together, Laura and Ellen wrote, performed in, and produced the sketch show Femme Fairy Tales, which ran for a year at the Upright Citizens Brigade Theater in New York City. They adapted the show into the book Cinderella and the Glass Ceiling and Other Feminist Fairy Tales, which was published by Seal Press in March of 2020. You can visit feministfairytalesbooks.com. There will be a link in the episode description, so you can click on that for more information about the book. Or follow them on Instagram at feministfairytalesbook. Also a link in the episode for more information. You can listen to the full book if you would like to as well on Audible, which is read by Ellen and Laura themselves. But first, for your enjoyment, we have Ellen Hahn, one of the writers of the book, reading for all of you, The Little Mermaid Gets a Vagina. Once upon a time, there lived a bold and curious young mermaid with her father and many mermaid sisters in a palace deep under the sea and far away from the damage of oil spills, plastic straws, and humans who pee in the ocean. She had everything she needed, but the mermaid yearned for something more. She wanted to explore, but mostly she wanted to hang out with hot sailors. 
Despite the warnings of her overbearing father not to go up to the surface, where she could potentially get harpooned by fishermen, she would swim up and gawk at the humans on boats. She would later in life realize her father was completely reasonable and doing his best to deal with a rebellious teenager. She had become particularly taken with one sailor, who was predictably a prince. After following the prince's boat around for a few nights and acting like a total groupie, she made the choice. She wanted to go on land permanently. She wanted to become a human and make out with that hot sailor prince. The mermaid set out to find the sea witch, who supported her expensive micro-scale abrasion habit by securing realistic-looking fake IDs and casting magical spells for desperate mermen. I want to become a human! the mermaid said to the sea witch. I want legs. I want platform sandals. I want that hot sailor ass. My dear, sweet, teeny bopper mermaid, that's what I do, said the sea witch. I live to help impulsive, unfortunate, hormonal merfolk. In exchange for my services, I'll need something in return. Don't worry, I don't want your allowance. What I want is just a trifle. Your voice. Also, you can never come back. The mermaid didn't use her voice much under the sea anyway, since most sea creatures were highly evolved and communicated by jamming on shell drums. Plus, she could always write the prince a note if she needed to tell him something. Leaving her family on the other fin was a big deal. But sometimes, when you're crushing hard, you don't think straight, and you do stupid shit. I'm in, said the mermaid. And with that, she signed the contract. It immediately turned into a soggy, inky mess, since paper doesn't do well underwater. The mermaid closed her eyes and waited nervously for the transformation to begin. She waited, and she waited, but nothing happened. She peeked out of one eye. How long does this legs thing take? She asked the sea witch. The sea witch took a deep breath. Actually, we need to discuss something first. Is it about my legs? asked the mermaid. Kinda. I have to give you the talk. You see, along with the legs, you also get a vagina. The mermaid was confused. A vagina, my bob? It's just called vagina. The mermaid didn't want any extra stuff with the deal. She had only requested the legs, after all. I only want legs, thanks, said the mermaid, swimming over to the sea witch so she would hopefully get a move on with this legs spell already. There's no workaround. I've tried it before. Peeing out of the mouth did not work. It was very gross. Let's just get to the legs. I'm sure I can figure out my vagina on my own, she said, rather impatiently. Listen, sweetie, vaginas are complicated. I'm not going to let you walk away with a pussy you don't know how to use. The mermaid looked at the sea witch. Was this some sort of trick? Sure, she pretty much trusted the sea witch, or else she wouldn't have come to her in the first place. But she had heard a rumor about a time the sea witch turned a merman requesting hair plugs into a catfish. Why are you being nice to me? Aren't you evil? asked the mermaid. Here's the thing. I'm a sea witch who looks out for myself, but we're both still fighting the mermantriarchy, right? So as they say on land, girl code. The sea witch patted a rock nearby, gesturing for the mermaid to sit down for the talk. First things first, periods said the sea witch, holding up a red piece of sea anemone as a prop. Once a month, your vagina will bleed for about a week. Is it injured? asked the mermaid. 
No, that's normal and perfectly healthy. It will be extremely painful, and it will happen until you're about 50. <laughs> the sea witch snickered to herself. The mermaid began to have second thoughts. If I had known a vagina was part of the deal, I would have thought this through a little harder. But remember, with legs you can walk and run and do squats, said the sea witch. Ooh, squats. So fun. The mermaid got up from the rock and tried to do a squat, only to discover you can't do squats with a tail. I want to squat more than anything, said the mermaid. I can deal with periods. Thank you for having the talk. I'm ready for the legs. Oh, dear sweet mermaid, we are just getting started, said the sea witch, pointing to the rock and motioning to sit back down. Vaginas are also used for sex. If you're having sex with a man, which the prince is, you're basically shoving his penis repeatedly into your vagina for like ten minutes, give or take. The sea witch mimed a thrusting penis using a loose piece of coral and a conch shell. The mermaid was horrified. Does that feel good? asked the mermaid. Sometimes, but you'll need to take this. The sea witch pulled out a pack of birth control pills from her bosom and handed it to the mermaid. The mermaid opened the small plastic compact with tiny pills inside, took one out, and studied it. She believed she was very skilled when it came to figuring out how to use human inventions. She had years of practice from collecting other shipwreck treasures under the sea. A human nose plug gadget, the mermaid exclaimed as she stuck a pill in her nose. The sea witch shook her head. This is why they give women sugar pills for a week, she mumbled to herself. That's a type of birth control. It will fix your face acne, explained the sea witch, but it will make you bloated and depressed. The mermaid blew the birth control out of her nose. No thank you, said the mermaid. No birth control, no legs for me. But the sea witch was convincing. Imagine being able to jump and skip and ride a stationary bike that doesn't go anywhere. Oh, that sounds so fun, said the mermaid. Okay, fine. I'll use birth control who's it and I'll deal with the water weight. Great. You'll also want to make sure the prince puts this on, said the sea witch, as she pulled out a condom and handed it to the mermaid. The mermaid studied the plastic square the size of a small seashell and ripped it open. I'm really good at knowing what to do with land objects, bragged the mermaid. This is clearly that sticky stuff that humans chew on and then throw on the ground for someone else to step on. She promptly stuffed the condom into her mouth. This is something for my collection, said the mermaid with her mouth full. I'll call it a wassum galore. The sea witch stared at her, letting time pass longer than it needed to. You put that on his dick, said the sea witch, finally. The mermaid spat it out, but tried to play it cool. Yeah, 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 um, I know that, said the mermaid as she wiped some of the slimy lubricant off her mouth. You'll want to make sure he uses that, explained the sea witch. The prince is a sailor, so he definitely has syphilis and genital warts. He won't talk about it. It's been untreated for years. STI shaming is a big problem on land. This was all the mermaid needed to hear to change her mind once again. Come to think of it, I barely know him, she said, realizing that maybe the prince wasn't as cute as she remembered. So I'm not sure I need the legs anymore. But don't you want to be able to dance and spin and one day have a human child? said the sea witch. The mermaid whipped her head around. She hadn't even thought about having a human child. She'd seen photos in shipwrecks, but had never seen one in merperson. A baby gizmo, cried the mermaid. And do you know where the baby gizmo comes out of? asked the sea witch. The mermaid thought about it, 
there was definitely only one hole large enough for a baby to possibly come out of. The mermaid smiled and announced, Your mouth! That's a hard no, said the sea witch. Your vagina. Hmm. Maybe vaginas weren't how she was picturing them after all. So vaginas are big? Like the size of a flounder? No, they're small. They're like half a lobster. Oh, dear Poseidon. Vaginas were exactly how she pictured them after all. How does that work? asked the mermaid, not sure if she wanted to know the answer. It really doesn't. A chunk of the time they cut the gizmo out of you, and when that doesn't happen, the baby will rip apart your vagina, tearing it from vagina to anus, you'll feel like you're dying, this whole situation will just become one big butthole. This was all the mermaid needed to back out once and for all. She slowly floated backward away from the sea witch and toward the exit of the lair, trying hard not to make it too obvious that she was getting ready to make a swim for it. You know, she said, as she got farther and farther away, the more I think about it, I'm very happy under the sea. There's plenty of scaly pop stars for me to obsess over down here. Tails aren't so bad. I appreciate your time, but I have changed my mind. No deal. But it was too late. Honey, you signed the contract, roared the sea witch, holding up the soggy yet still visible contract. <laughs> the sea witch laughed ominously as smoke billowed around the mermaid. She felt her tail melting beneath her and transforming into human legs. The human, formerly known as Mermaid, quickly began to doggy kick her way to the surface of the ocean. No longer able to speak or breathe underwater, she could feel her heart in her throat as she swam toward the light. She finally made it to land and crawled her way onto the sand. Once she caught her breath, she looked down at her legs, and then at her vagina. Damn, it was fucking beautiful. Instead of searching for the prince, she decided to spend a few days alone exploring her sexuality. She found an abandoned boat in a nearby cove and spent the next 72 hours eating washed-up seaweed and getting to really know her vagina. She realized 17 minutes after discovering a magic button that a vagina was the best thing ever invented. And if there is one thing in the world worth considering leaving your family for, it's a clitoris. The end. And of course, the moral of the story is... Always read the fine print on a contract. Vaginas are worth it. And you should always trust a sea witch, because they really do have your best interests at heart. Well, good night. That was Ellen Hahn, the co-author of Cinderella and the Glass Ceiling and other feminist fairy tales, reading the story The Little Mermaid, gets a vagina. We hope all of you enjoyed that so much so that you go out and you go get that book. You also go into Audible. If you like Audible books, if you like listening to books, and listen to the rest of the book read by them. Check them out on Instagram as well or go to the website in the episode description. If you would also like to follow us, Grown Ups Read Princess Stories. You can do so on Instagram, Facebook, and on Twitter. Please like and subscribe to the show if you have not already done so. It'd be weird that you hadn't if you're listening to the show. And if you did enjoy the episode or if you liked the other episodes, please leave us a review, a star rating, a thumbs up, whatever it is. Anything positive 
helps spread the word and gets more people listening to these awesome, cool stories. And before we go, one last thing. If you enjoyed this story, you are in luck because in the next couple of days, we will be releasing an interview with Ellen Hahn, the co-author of this book and the person that read this story. I had a chat with her. We talk about the history of the book, how it came about, the shows that they were doing, all of those fun, cool things, plus more. So look out for that bonus episode coming out very, very soon. Until then, please, everyone, be kind to each other. Stay safe.